Recorded live. And it's a great day to be alive. This is your co-host. I guess your co-co-co-co-co-host because there are people on from different areas of the country and uh, and a, not around the world that are on this call, but different areas of the country. So this is your co-host, uh, Garland E. Harris, the CEO and chairman of Charleston's Corporation. And we also have on the phone the illustrious... Brian Stone, president of Troptions Corporation. <laughs> Great yeah, day to yeah. be alive. It is, it is. And Brian is my definitely my brother from another mother, but we got right. the same father. That's, that's right. God. And that's the way we roll. So welcome to all of you, and thank you so much for taking this time in here during the holiday season to be on a call. We love you. We thank you for all you do and all you've done. and you know, we don't have to talk about 2018 yet because 2017 ain't over. You know, that's one of the things. Um, I'm, I'm remembering a verse or remembering a section of the Bible where uh, Jesus Christ was talking. And he said something like, they will say unto you six months till harvest. And he says, behold, look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. The rationalists always look in the future for what's going to happen, you know, and that's that's where you get. I don't fault our political leaders, so I'm not. This is not a a, a blame game. It's just a a teaching, a principle. It's not about hope. It's about believing. Hope is what you cannot do now. Hope is not available now. Anything you hope for, you can't have right now. Because what a man seeth, what does he have hope for? <laughs> if you can have it now, you don't hope for it. You get it. You take it. So be careful in your use of hope. 2018 is what you're hoping will happen. Because 2018 is what? Not here. <laughs> We're still okay. in what? 2017. 17. And, and you know, I came back today and I dealt with a guy who I had an appointment to meet, and he had come to me once from the hotels and heard that Brian and I were buying using Troptions. Again, anything we're buying with Troptions, we're buying. So if someone wanted to buy them for their Troptions, they could. So don't. it's not about about owning hotels personally. I mean, maybe you don't believe that, but you ought to. Um, you just, none of it, none of you taking us up on it. But, we are only buying hotels with Troptions to, to increase the value of Troptions, increase the liquidity of Troptions, and basically show you what Troptions can acquire, what you can do with Troptions to set an example. That's really the deal. So it's not about us buying hotels to hold hotels. It's about buying hotels so the people that want to use their Troptions to buy hotels can say, well, i got things I can spend my Troptions on. Now, you ought to think about it carefully, though, because the person that sold us the hotels, boy, Brian, I've never seen CO bargain so hard to get as many trophies as he could <laughs> for these hotels. I'm sitting there going, and I'm bargaining back hard because I'm saying, now, CL, you told me to bargain hard with you. He goes, yeah, but not with me. I'm talking about bargain, bargain hard with the other folks. I said, no, no. He told me to bargain real hard. 
for the attraction. So that's what I'm doing. Man, you talk about working me over and me working him over. So the guy that I'm buying hotels from is bargaining hard to get as many attractions as he can and not sell any of them. Not yet. So, you know, think about it. The the guy that owns half the hotels in town holds the mortgages on half the hotels in town, and he's bargaining to get as many charges as he can, as fast as he can, from me, from me and Brian. Uh-oh. I don't know if my... Uh, let's see. Did my... Headset just go out. Can you guys still, Brian? Yeah, can you we still can hear. hear. Yeah, absolutely, okay. we can hear you. Maybe some, maybe somebody sent a, a text or something. Anyway, so think about that now. You know, and I understand. I do. I do because I'm just like you. I started off attractions with very little. We didn't have a, at, at the very beginning. I was just sitting in an office writing a plan. I mean, we had we had some assets, but we didn't have hardly any cash when we first, first started. Then during that period of time, I spent a lot of money building a business that just never quite took off while continuing to push the traptions. But the other traffic business, and some of you know about it, uh, Nicole and and Eric and James, we worked our butts off, and that business never quite took off. And yet, so when we kind of kicked Troptions into the the um, crypto side of it, I didn't have a whole lot of money. I had to continue to hustle and continue to come up with deals and all that. So I'm saying that to say I understand and we all understand if you're sitting on Troptions and you don't have a lot of cash right now and you're thinking, man, how am I going to hang on? How am I going to pull this off? I'm tight. I wish I could use my options to buy this, to buy that, to buy the other. I understand. But I want to just caution you. You might end up using your options to buy a $10 million car. <laughs> now, have you ever seen one of those? You get, there's two ways to, get a 10, to pay $10 million for a car. Here's one way. Buy one of those antique cars, an old Rolls Royce that's in perfect condition, that the queen only drove on weekends and ended up over here in the United States and someone sold it at auction and you bought it at auction for $10 million. That's one way to get yourself a $10 million car. Here's the other way. Spend your troptions at $100 a troption and spend, let's see, i got to work the math in my head here, spend you know, $10,000 worth of troptions at $100 a troption on your car. And then wait till troptions are, and then when troptions are at $10,000, you spent $10 million for that car. Two ways you can do it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I got that math exactly right, but you get the idea. You know, when the person bought that pizza with Bitcoin for 10,000 Bitcoin, not knowing that Bitcoin would get to 17,000, it'll go to 20 and go past that. It's just that people are playing around and trying to stop it. And whenever anything like that happens, it slows it for a little while. And then people that are holding actual Bitcoin go, we don't care what South Korea does. We don't care what 
China does. We don't care what Russia says. We don't care. And they just keep on going, and then it goes back up. But regardless of what Bitcoin does, Tractions is going up. I haven't even announced the price that we did the deal for Tractions yet, but I will. But let's just say it's making Tractions greater again. <laughs> greater again. Greater again. <laughs> They're already great. We're making them greater again. Right. So, um, but we are going to talk tonight about how to buy a car using Tractions. And both I've done it and Brian's done it. Jeff has done it. And he's probably done more of it than than uh, either of us. Right. Um, because he focused on that because he's really in that business. That is the business. He, this guy loves that business. And he especially loves Jeeps. He buys old Jeeps, not old, but uh, Jeeps that are not in great shape, fixes them up, and then re- and uh, sells them. So he loves Jeeps. He just loves that business. And mm-hmm. since he loves that business and he's in that business, he finds more opportunities to uh, pick up cars. He also buys them not quite fixed up. So he may buy them 100% tractions, but they need... You know, maybe they need transmission work or they need this or they need that. He puts in a few bucks cash to fix them up, and then he turns around and sells them either all cash or part cash, part tractions or whatever. So that's what Jeff does. Uh, But he finds a lot of deals because he's in the business. But what if you're not in the business like Brian and myself and you want a car? And I know a lot of us have been working on that for and, and, you know, James, I know we've talked about it for a long time, and we were working on, well, how can we get a car, you know, for for uh, tractions or for trade for a car? I'll tell you, I also traded for a lot of cars when I was in the regular barter business years ago. And at that time, we had a fleet of cars. I had so many cars in my driveway because once you figure out how to do it, you could do it all day, every day, and it just it got a little crazy to where Evelyn said, you know, you really don't need to trade for any more cars. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> so, so she actually had to slow me down. We had a long driveway. The house was at the front of the street, and the driveway was at the back of the yard. Uh, the, uh, the garage was at the back of the yard. So I had cars parked all the way down the driveway. So I'm going to tell you how we did it. And and it's really easy. Some aspects of it are easier than you think. So, but if you like, I'll let Brian tell you the way he's done it first, and then I'll tell you the way I've done it. And you can, I'll tell you one other thing that will be interesting to you before we start. I worked with one of the guys that was the top um, infomercial got one of the top infomercial guys in the country. I know he was the top because he had, let me see if I remember these numbers right, 26 out of 27 hits. 26 out of 27. And you know what I mean by infomercial, Thymaster and Proactive and some of these other things where you watch for half an hour and and uh, the Vegematic and uh, Propeals, Pocket Fisherman, and, you know, the Set It and Forget It, the um, whatever that thing was that would make uh, 
roasted chickens or something, set it and forget it. Those are all infomercials. Well, this guy, whom I met in Florida, was 20, had 26 hits out of 27. That is terrific. Amazing. You know. Yeah. So he taught me something about that business. And here's what he taught Out of 100 orders that, that are, um, I may, my numbers might be slightly off, but only slightly. Out of 100 people that ordered, uh, basically 97 out of 100 never even open the box when it comes. Out of the next three out of 100, one opens it and puts it on the shelf. One opens it and complains and says, I don't, I don't want it. I... And the last one opens it, uses it, makes money, but he does it different than what it says in the box to do, but he still gives credit to the people that, it, that told him how to do it. So let's hmm. take real estate. You know, Brian, you learned a lot of stuff from maybe the seminar people and whatever. But did you actually end up doing it exactly the way they told you? No, no. Exactly. I did. I did and, my. I I used what they. I used an outline basically of what they exactly. said, but then I customized <laughs> it to make it. And you got to do that to make it comfortable for yourself too. You know. Exactly. So. I'm saying that to say what we're going to tell you tonight is the way we did it, but that doesn't mean it's the way you have to do it. That just means it's the way we did it. You take what we tell you, isolate the principles, and do it yourself in a way that works for you. With that, I would like to absolutely introduce to you uh, my brother and a guy that just saw the Troxian's vision right away and it you know, devoted full-time to it since then. He works for you, every one of you Troxians holders. Brian Stone, the president of Troxians Corporation, really works for you, and he's helping to make your Troxians more valuable. So ladies and gentlemen, Brian Stone. Thank you, Garland. I think, you know, right now I am in the process. I got a UTV, and if you don't know what a UTV is, a UTV is one of the little four-wheel things that you can ride around in, uh, on your property and, and uh, have a lot of fun. That's that's what I'm trying to get right now. But when I got the car, the first car that we got, we got with uh, through Keith down in Florida, and he found somebody that had a car. And, you know, the, the best thing is, is when you think about a car, you don't have to go out and try to get a Jaguar or, Mar- uh, you know, Maserati or some exotic car to begin with. Start with a car that, could be a three or four thousand dollar card. Just start with the fundamentals of how to do that. What we did is we found a guy that had a car sitting, and I always say, and it's basically the same concept that I use with the land. And when you've been on these calls, you've always heard me talk about that low hanging fruit. But this guy had a car that was sitting in his in his uh, driveway, and it wasn't doing any good, and his wife was like, move the car, get rid of the car, do something with the car, I want the car out of here. And he approached Keith and asked, said, listen, I got a car, and I got, I got to do something with it. And I, it runs good, I want to, I, I don't know, do you know anybody that wants to buy a car? And we approached him and said, would you take Troptions? And 
this guy was a little more current with the cryptocurrency, and there wasn't really a whole lot of convincing or talking into or, you know, trying to educate him on it. He thought about it for a day, and the next day he called up and said, yes, I'll take the Troptions. And he got the Troptions, and we got the car uh, free and clear. But the other ways that I've been doing it, and um, right now one of the things you can do is you can go on Craigslist, and Craigslist now has a uh, place when you buy a car or when you're looking on the left-hand side for cars or motorcycles, if you want to buy a motorcycle or what have you, and it has a little box that you can click, and it says cryptocurrency. And if you click that box, it will immediately bring up the cars or the motorcycles or whatever you're buying equipment that people will accept cryptocurrency on. So, again, whatever you do, it's going to be numbers. Everybody, you know, the first, just because they say it's going to accept cryptocurrency doesn't mean the first time you call them, they're going to go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the cryptocurrency. Um, so what I do is I go look, at a, look for cars that, that have that because I'm, I'm no, I don't go look for cars and then ask them, will they take it? I want to go with the people that are educated and understand what cryptocurrency is first. That's half the battle. And if they have a car up for sale and they're willing to take cryptocurrency, to me, that's just as good as saying I'm open to what you have. Now, a lot of them only want to take Bitcoin or, or Litecoin or BitLuck Cash or something like that. But I've had people that have said, Troptions, I've heard about that. Tell me more. Well, that's, your, that's the door that opens for you. Um, then I either try to get them to get me on the phone with them because I really like to, to talk to them. I think it's a better way for you to communicate with the people than going back and forth with texts or emails or, or what have you. So go to Craigslist, hit the cryptocurrency. The cars will come up of the people that will accept cryptocurrency, and you're going to be surprised at the cars. I mean, there's BMWs in there. I did see a Jaguar in there. There were some nice Volvos and Lexus and some really nice cars. And then, then there's some cars, that older trucks and, um, you know, older cars that obviously the people have a little extra, a couple extra cars and they want to get them out of their driveway because they're just sitting there. Those are the people that you want to go to and, and approach them with buying the car, the truck with cryptocurrency. And they're the ones that are really open to it because the car is sitting there and not doing them any good. And what, you know, and now with all the news of, of Bitcoin going up and cryptocurrency going uh, off, you know, just out of control, now's the time because people are getting more and more in tune to it. And I thought it was a great thing, um, and I just found that, that out not too long ago. But never be as scared to ask somebody if they'll take it. I've seen several cars that weren't there. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going back to from what I said is, but at first, before I even knew the cryptocurrency dot was there, I didn't even know it. I was just going down and looking at cars, and I'd email them and say, well, you take cryptocurrency. And, you know, and to me, it's a numbers game. I'm going to ask 100 to get one or two that are going to say, yeah, I'm interested. Last night, um, I was looking for AT, ATVs, and I was just going down on Facebook, actually, Facebook has a marketplace that you can go to, 
and they have all of the different, um, a lot of vehicles, a lot of cars, ATVs, UTVs. Um, they have motorcycles, go-karts, you name it, that people put up there for sale. And I just started going down and looking at the ones I like, and I asked, hey, you know, would you take cryptocurrency? And I think out of, I did it, I, out of 20, I got four that said, yes, I'm interested in cryptocurrency. So what I was doing was proving a, a, a point is that every 20, I'm going to get four that are a possibility. And out of the four, if I do a good job in, in my craft and what I do, um, I can probably get one to close or one to take it. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not going after the high dollar stuff. I'm going after stuff that, you know, I want it it's fine for me. But I want to do it with the ATVs just to prove a point. One, you can do it. Two, um, what the people are asking. Because, see, if you don't ask, you're never going to learn. And if you don't get in a conversation with them, you're never going to learn the questions that people are going to ask you so that you can overcome it with the next people that you have the same, same conversation with. And one of the things that I've learned is majority of the time, the people are asking pretty much the same exact concern. So when I'm, when I'm practicing in what I'm going to do with my pitch to them, I already have that concern already answered in what I say so that we don't even have to go there. I've answered it before they even spoke it because once a person speaks that question, then that leads to another thing. If I can answer that before they speak it, that relieves them and we keep on going. It's just an easier, smoother way to get into them to say yes. Earlier this week, I was talking to Jordan, and Jordan sent me, uh, Jordan Gitterman sent me, because um, he was out looking for cars this week, and he had some, uh, I think he got pretty pretty close. He's got some people that are going to be calling him back, but he sent me an outline of a letter that he sends people and it was really good. And, and Garland, if we can get Jordan on, um, Jordan can explain what, he, what his letter says and how he does it. But he does it a diff, totally different way than what I do. And that's just like what Garland was saying. You know, when, I, when we were doing real estate, you go to a seminar and this is the way that they did it. Well, that doesn't always work that well for other people. You have to really kind of customize what what makes you feel good and what can flow so that you're not stumbling with words and you're all not all nervous because you didn't do it the exact way that the the you know the teacher or the the, the lecturer told you how to do it and you know if it doesn't you don't do it his way it's not going to work that's not true if you just take the ideas that he has and then you create them and massage them to the way that works for you and you know you might have a neighbor in your in your uh, neighborhood that has a car for sale. I mean, you know, I always say a lot of people would never even know an opportunity if it hits them in the face. Well, when you're driving down the road and you see that car that's sitting there and has been sitting there with that for sale sign on it for a while, there's a reason why that car is sitting there. It may be because it's too expensive. It may be because there might be a little something wrong with it. There's a reason. But why not stop and just get out and talk to that person because you never know where that person is at. There might be a divorce. There might be a, a death in the family. There might be, you know, a wife that says, get that car out of here. It might be a child that went to college. Who knows? There could be a million reasons why these people are trying to sell the car. 
But until you stop and ask them, you don't know if they'll take cryptocurrency or not. And like I say, the more and more that you uh, people are getting to understand, and it's on the news more and more, and every time you look around, you're seeing something on Facebook about cryptocurrency, or you're seeing something in the newspaper, or even Craigslist and the community sections and the local business information. There's always different articles um, about uh, cryptocurrency. So more and more people are becoming aware of it, but if you don't stop, if you don't ask, you're never going to know if they're willing to sell the car for you with cryptocurrency. And I think once you do, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the response. At one time, it was just, no, I don't even know what that is. What is that? But in a very, very short period of time, it's becoming, I've heard more more about that. Tell me a little bit more about that. Or what kind do you have? Or what is yours about? Or you know, what is your value on, on that? So there's different ways, but you have to be able to stop. And, and don't feel like, you know, you're going to feel foolish if you stop and, you know, the person's going to say no or you're going to talk to them on the phone and they're going to say no. They're going to say no. If they say no, they say no. That's fine. But, again, I think that the first step is is to go out and do it. It's, it's easier than what you think. And I think that that's one way, like Jeff has just become an expert in it. I mean, like Garland said, Jeff is, he buys and sells and he's trading cars all the time. So he's buying Jeeps, he fixes them up, he sells them. But now he's learning how to do it with Troptions and he's been very successful. I think the last time, last count I've known is he was up to 10 or 12 cars that he bought totally with Troptions and he turned around and sold, fixed them up and turned around and sold them for cash. So not only did he buy something with Troptions and he got a, a value um, because he really paid less for it, so he's getting a bigger bang for his buck. So he, he has a higher value with Troptions. He paid less for the that less as many Troptions for the car because the value's higher. And he turned around, fixed the car up, and he turned around and put a for sale sign on it and sold it for cash. So he took his Troptions, he bought a car, he turned around, he sold it for cash. It's another way to cash in and cash out using your Troptions. And, and like I say, you can do it with boats, you can do it with cars, you can do it with just about anything. It's just that you have to start with something. And cars is probably one of the easiest ways to get a feel for how to use your Troptions and how to trade your Troptions for something of value that you can turn around and sell. Garland? All right. And that's excellent. Great advice and stuff that works. And so the way I did one recently. Yeah. Well, let me talk about how I did it in the past. What I did in the past, the low-hanging fruit is with people or companies that do trades. So think about that. Well, who does trades? Well, you can find out in your area who is in the real estate trading business, for example. And you can find it through uh, real estate exchanges. These are the words to use. You can Google real estate exchanging, real estate exchange or. So uh, the other thing that you can look at, look for is barter companies, barter, B-A-R-T-E-R, companies. Also, one other term is trade exchanges, trade exchanges. So you can look those up. They're all over the country and all around the world, 
and you can find one in your area on Google, and then you can contact one of them and say, hey, I'm interested in being a part of, a, of your trade exchange. What does it take? And they're going to say, well, there's a fee. And, and you say, well, I'm not interested in paying a fee to join because I know you need members. Well, what do you have to trade? Well, I have Troxian, the cryptocurrency that your members would really like to have because it's going up. The dollar is going down, and when the dollar goes down, their trade dollars really go down because their trade dollars are all pegged to the dollar. So, you know, that's you can join one of those trade exchanges, and some of those trade exchanges have cards. As a matter of fact, you can make it make it a condition of joining. You can say, well, I'm interested in joining if you have cards. You have members that have cards for sale. So that's one way you can do it. I'll tell you, though, Many of the members have cars they would sell. They just have them sitting there like everybody else in their yard or whatever, but they're already familiar with trading. This is what makes it easier. This is the low-hanging fruit. If you have people that already understand the concept of taking something other than cash, then it makes it easier to bring up taking something called tractions, a cryptocurrency. While I'm on that, something that Brian brought up that I did just yesterday, actually not yesterday, it was today. So I stayed in a hotel in Kansas City that one of these trade exchange members got, uh, got me on trade. Harold Rice is a very good friend and actually a wonderful man. Um, he and his wife, Linda, they were so gracious to us in Kansas City. Anyway, they got us a lovely hotel just lovely. It was beautiful. So as I'm leaving, I said, you know, hey, I'm a hotelier as well. Here's my card. And, you know, there are four hotels on there. And they said, oh, wow. Well, hold on a second. Let me introduce you to the owner of this place. He was a real estate developer, big developer, still does that. And he just wanted to build a hotel for couples only to help couples reunite and whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, Sure enough, he comes out of his room, and he comes over to meet, and we're talking, and he's asking, and I said, well, you know, we, uh, we use crypto. So what were you doing before you were a hotelier? Well, we developed a cryptocurrency. Have you heard of Bitcoin? His answer was, yeah. So I started telling him about cryptocurrencies in general, and then, of course, went to Troxian. And he's just sitting there fascinated. He goes, boy, I like having people around me that they're smarter than I am. You know, I said, I don't necessarily say I'm smarter than you, but I just know more about this. But he said, well, so he starts asking, how could I use this with my hotel? How I have a big development that's just been approved, you know, a multi-million dollar development. He's asking how he can use Troption in his development. So I said, you know what? You've got more questions than I have time to ask, answer right now. i got to get back to Branson. But, you know, next time I come up this way, well, and I stop by and we'll talk. And he says, well, how can I have Troxians? You, you mean if I accepted Troxians, I'd get more people staying in my hotel? I said, absolutely. He goes, okay, well, we got to talk. So here's my point. By bringing up cryptocurrencies and then mentioning Bitcoin, which by now everybody's heard of unless they've had their heads in the sand. I mean, there are people that don't watch any television, and okay, they may not have heard of it, but if they're watching TV at all, especially the financial channels, Bitcoin is all the rage. Whatever Bitcoin does, it's up, it's down, it's sideways. 
everyone now they track Bitcoin just like they track stock every day. So we have a cryptocurrency. You know what that is? Uh, oh, you've heard of Bitcoin, right? Oh, yeah, Bitcoin. And then you go from cryptocurrency to Bitcoin to Troptions, which is a cryptocurrency that started before Bitcoin. And then you can talk about how Troptions has done a billion and a half worth of trade, including the hotels that we bought. So you see how now you've got their attention because if Troptions bought hotels, why wouldn't I sell my car for Troptions? Anyway, so um, trade exchanges, that's one way to get with a low-hanging fruit because there are people that are already talking about, thinking about, interested in trades. And I'll tell you, every one of those trade exchange members is trying to figure out how they could get into Bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency, and they would love to use their trade dollars to be able to get into a cryptocurrency. So when you contact them, you're the master. You're not just someone that they should throw to the side. You're someone that they should give a lot of attention to because their members want to get into cryptocurrencies and they love to get into cryptocurrencies using their trade dollar. I was talking to Harold today, Harold Wright, who is the guy when it comes to taxes, and crypto and um, and trade dollars and trade and barter currencies and trading and all of that. He is the recognized expert in the industry. He's also a board member with Strategic Global Investment. So and uh, so he's real excited about being a part of it and, and what we're involved in. Also, Brian, I'll tell you, he shared some things about how to handle taxes, and it was sweet. So you know, if it was right. sweet, that. If you know it was, if it was sweet, that means low to no. <laughs> mm, that's he, figured, sweet. he figured he figured out how to set it up so that we're going to pay basically no taxes on our crypto. The rest of you guys might like to learn about that, which means you might like to be a part of the seminar in January. Uh, whatever dates we've set up, Brian knows more about it than I do, but you might want to be there and learn how you can make sure to minimize or eliminate your taxes using cryptocurrency. But anyway, so back to the situation. So I just want to make sure you're clear. When you go to these trade exchanges, if you choose that route, you are the master. You are king of the hill. You have something the members want. So you don't lay down and give it away. Uh, one of the things Jeff did, which I thought was terrific, when Troptions were at $35, he charged, actually, I think they were 25. He charged some of the trade exchange members $75 for Troption. Because their trade dollars are nothing compared to Troption. Their trade dollars are going down like the dollar goes down. Troptions are going up. So you, may, you could sell it at a price higher than it is because it's going to reach that and pass it. And out now, before I go further, I better do my disclaimers. We are not financial advisors, investment bankers, stockbrokers, broker dealers, accountants, attorneys. Uh, let's see. I mentioned investment advisors, financial advisors. We're none of those. We're just people that sell the product called Troption. 
which the IRS has de designated the cryptocurrencies are a product. So we sell a product called Troxin, and we'd love for you to buy them. Troxin can be beneficial for your for goods and services that you can use in your business life, in your personal life, or in your investment life. And we promote the use of Troxins to acquire products and services, not so that you can speculate in some marketplace. I mean, those things are wonderful, but we, Troxins Corporation, we are not promoting that, not in the United States of America. So just to make it clear, so we're not encouraging you to buy Troxins, to throw them on a marketplace and trade them like a stock because that's not what we are uh, advocating at all. We're advocating Troxins for their actual use to acquire items, products, and services. Now, what you do beyond that is certainly your business. It's between you, God, the SEC, the IRS, and Doris Day, or whoever, <laughs> or whoever else, whoever else you want to do it in front of the Pope, I guess. Or anyway, and if you feel like it, you should call the Pope every time you do a trade with Charles. If that makes you feel better, go ahead and do that. Anyway, so all right, so back to it. So you're the king. I just want you to make sure you think that way. Uh, and put yourself in that position that options are extremely valuable. You're not giving them away. You're not doing some deal to appease people. You're not doing anything because you're desperate. If you do that, you hurt yourself and everybody else. You cheapen the value of options. Don't do it. All that does is delay the inevitable wealth that you would get. So next way I, I did it, the way I got this last car, which was a and I, oh, by the way, the deal with trade exchanges, I ended up getting two BM, uh, no, what was it? Um, two um, Volvos, five Honda Civics. Uh, let's see, it was a 240Z, a Mercedes 240D, and I think that is all of the cars that I acquired uh, going through the trade exchange route. Now, recently, I bought a car for Troxians. It actually is a BMW 745i or something like that um, that I acquired for $10,000 worth of Troxians. And, of course, I, I paid a very, for a very expensive car. It was Troxians when they were like a dollar fifty or two bucks, so ten thousand dollars is two bucks. Dollar fifty. Oh man! So you know what that car has now? Yeah, you have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for sharing. <laughs> Don't yeah. move the car. Just let it sit and so look at I it. I know. I know. That's a uh, well, a hundred times ten thousand. So it's a. Uh, uh, Million dollar car now. <laughs> bless the, bless the three. But if I hadn't bought that car, I he sold me the car first, and then he sold me the hotel. So us the hotel. So if we hadn't bought the car, we wouldn't have ended up getting the hotel because he wanted to see if we were real. And right. I also put out I put out three thousand in cash. So three thousand cash, ten thousand dollars worth of options 
for a car that was worth about $15,000 or so. Um, sweet. I mean, it's in just beautiful car in great shape. But that's, and that was because I was at an event with traders. It was a Trade My Stuff event, which is the finest trading event you can possibly go to. It was originated and started by Spud Barrett, S.H. Barrett. He goes by Spud. And uh, Trotchins Corporation is in process of acquiring that operation from Spud. We've still got some work to do to get it done. But we've agreed with Spud to acquire it. And we're going to take that thing and take it way beyond what Spud has done so far, uh, uh, standing on the shoulders of a great man. A lot of great things get done because you stand on the shoulders of someone who's already great. And Spud is that man. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, learned a lot from him. I've been learning from the guy for years, actually for about 20 years before I ever met him because I was reading his article. For 20, I didn't even, I didn't ever know who he was, but I was reading his article and oh. and uh, and learning, you know, and I was quoting him and saying things, you know, hey, uh, I learned this from, and I never knew who he was, and it seemed like it was a private meeting that you just couldn't go into. Finally, I decided on a whim to go ahead and give it a shot. And uh, sure enough, it was just a great, that's where I met the gentleman that sold all these hotels. It's it's really been a tremendous situation since meeting Spud. And we're going to work things out with Spud to, to make sure we own that uh, Trade My Stuff uh, vehicle. Anyway, yep. so that's another place you can go to get a car. You can go to the next Trade My Stuff. So, you can either go Brian's way, which is Craigslist. Um, I guess, Brian, when it comes to Craigslist, they could even, if they're ever driving by and see a car that's been sitting no, for sale absolutely. for a bit, yeah, they may as well approach them and say, I'll buy that absolutely. car for cryptocurrency. That's right. By the way, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up, Brian. My first car that I bought using trade dollars, which is the equivalent of well, they're not quite the equivalent of Troxons, but back in the day, uh, was a Mercedes, that 240D. That was the first one. And the way I bought it, first of all, now listen, if if you don't believe in God and don't ask God for help, then it's absolutely a pure numbers game. If you don't ask him for help, you might believe in him, but if you don't ask him for help and believe he'll help you, then it is absolutely a pure numbers game. Right. But I remember the specifics of that Mercedes. I decided I wanted a Mercedes, and I decided I did not want a car payment. I wanted a Mercedes, and I didn't want a car payment. I wanted to own it free and clear. So I was going through looking at various clients in the trade exchange, and one of the guys was in the construction. And I don't know, somehow we were talking, and I said, boy, I'm really looking for a Mercedes. Uh, you know, if you know anybody. He goes, I got one. I said, you're kidding me. He goes, no. I said, well, is it any good? Well, I've been sit. I've had it sitting on a parking lot. I don't remember now how many years. If it was a year, two years, or three years. Maybe it was a year. I said, a year? You've got a Mercedes that you just sat in the parking lot for a year? He goes, yeah, I got so tired of fixing it. And I said, well, what was wrong with it? He goes, it was just one thing after the other. 
And I just didn't, I said to myself one day, if one more thing goes wrong with this car, I'm going to park it. So he literally just put it on a parking lot. I don't think he even put a for sale sign on it. He just <laughs> stuck it in a parking lot of a buddy of his that had a, a, a um, auto, auto um, service station Three. slash auto repair and just sat it there for at least a year. I'm, I'm, my memory is fuzzy of whether it was a year or three years, but it had been there out in the sun long enough that the paint was starting to chalk. And yet, so I got that car. I found out someone in the trade exchange system who worked on Mercedes. The name of the company was German Car Repair. I talked him into taking trade to doing a deal with me with trade dollars, which we now call Troption, to repair the car. He repaired it, and that was the last repair the car needed. The guy put it on the parking lot, and there was only one more repair needed. I traded that car for $3,000. It lasted me for years. I drove it until it got to 500,000 miles. Wow. So... And it had a sunroof, which I found kind of cool. <laughs> it was great on gas. So it's like Brian said. Now, initially it wasn't the prettiest thing because the paint was chalking, but once I cleaned it up and polished it up, that that thing was a looker. Leather seats. I mean, I'm driving around in a Mercedes. And that was the first of many other cars. Once you kind of get this, you can do as many cars as you want. Right, just one after the other. But the next one I think was a um, 240Z, Datsun 240Z, which was one slick car. I'll tell you how I did that one. Um, just to, again, these stories you can apply them for your to your own situation. But I was looking in the in the paper because they taught me in real estate um, these real estate investment courses to, you know, look in the paper and find people that don't want what they have. Because if they're willing to sell it for low down, they might be willing to sell it for nothing down. So I listened to that, and I thought, okay, let me try it. So I went in the paper, and I'm finding, I found a place that was VA, and it said, uh, you know, the guy wanted to sell. He was a veteran, and, you know, you get a deal if you buy it on the VA loan system. Well, I went to his house. And he was a pilot. He was in the Blue Angel. And so I went there, and I had my little book of different things you could get using your trade dollars. Today, you would talk about, you could either even write down all the things you could do with your troptions because of what you've heard, troptions can buy. Plus, you have the website. You can show some of the things troptions have bought, and they're there available for troptions. So you can do that. But back then, I had a, a little paper booklet with A to Z, you know, accounting, this, that, and the other. So, by the way, we do have an accountant you can, you, you can get on Troxion if you need some accounting for your taxes. Harold Wright would, would do your accounting for Troxion. So, anyway, uh, so I, I started going through the book, and I said, well, okay, what about accounting? No, I got that. What about an attorney? No, I got that. And I just started going from A to B to C to D. And so I got to L, Lumber. And he says, Lumber? Oh, heck. 
I take the whole price of the house for lumber. How much do you want for the house? 25000 Now I'm looking at the house and I'm thinking, that seems awfully cheap, but I'm just going to go with it. So, so uh, the guy says, I take lumber for the whole thing. I said, okay, let's do the deal. So we met the next day, and then we met the guy that was in, really involved with the trade exchange. He was like Brian. You know, I introduced him to the Brian of our of that time. Brian convinced him to become a part of the whole trade exchange business. He ended up investing $25,000, of which I ended up getting half in cash. He sold his house 100% tractions, we would say, at this time. Before I closed on the house, before I completed the, the contract, I had an appraiser that I got on Troptions go and look at the house. She came back to me. She said, what price did you say you were buying this house for? I said, 25000 She said, I just appraised it. It's worth 87000 <laughs> I said, you're kidding me. She goes, no. You sure it was twenty? I said, yeah, he, that's what he agreed to. So I bought it for 25, 100% Troption, what was would now be called Troptions. Back then it was trade dollars. 100%. I bought the house. He ended up buying into the whole business, for which I got $12,500 cash, and he had a little 240Z. So I said, what are you going to do with that? He says, I'd sell it. I said, okay, why don't I go ahead and buy it? And that, that was, I think that was the second car we bought uh, on trade. And I gave that to Evelyn because she had mentioned once to me, as I kept asking her, what kind of car do you like, what kind of car do you like, what kind of car do you like? And she, as long as it starts and drives, I don't care. Finally, one day we were riding and she saw that little 240, a little 240Z. She says, I like that. So that was on my mind and my heart to get one, and God made it available, and we did it. Right. So those are all the car stories I have right now. Well, I got one more. The fleet of Honda Civics, you're probably wondering. So there was a lady who was a trader, and she had a maid service. And she bought for her maids, or leased her one, one of the two, Honda Civics for all her maids. So she did a lot of trading, and when I got involved, I started doing a lot of trading using trade dollars, similar to Troptions. Troptions are better, but back in the day, you'd call them trade dollars. And so I said, well, what do you do with those cars once, you know, they're beyond where you want to give to the maids, where it's too much maintenance for the maids to run? She goes, well, I just turn them back in. I mean, I, I said, well, why don't you let me buy those cars? And she said, well, okay. I said, well, how many do you have? Well, I have five of them. I said, right now, I said, great, I'll take them. <laughs> so, so that's how I ended up with five. But again, so remember the principle. It was someone that understood trading. It was someone that was a trader who enjoyed doing it, Figured out, could figure out what to do with her trade dollar. Um, I, you know, Presented myself as confident. You don't present yourself as someone that doesn't know what you're doing or that, you know, please would you do a deal with me or anything like that. Don't do it. Present yourself as someone who knows exactly what you're doing and someone who knows the tractions are the greatest thing since sliced bread 
and that, you know, that's how you're going to do the deal. So one more thing, and then I'm going to turn it back to Brian. Today, I I came back to Branson because when I did, because I had a meeting with a gentleman that approached me to sell me his one of his hotels, and I found out he was really just a broker for the owners that live in Dallas, and they want to sell a hotel in Branson uh, that's not far from ours, and it's a pretty nice hotel. And so I said, well, so I sat him down, and I explained cryptocurrency to him a little bit, and it's, after all that, he says, these people just want to, they want simple deal, you know. He was Indian, so they, they just want simple deal. I said, well, the deal's going to involve me buying the hotels for Troptions. Now, they may decide they don't want to sell or they, they don't want to close until March, um, you know, when uh, when they can sell their Troptions for cash, perhaps. You know, we can put the closing off to give them some time, but I'm buying it with Troptions. I don't care what, you know, you can put in the in the agreement, uh, you know, we'll hand over the deed when we get our cash out of our charges, you can put that in, but well, they just want a deal where you know, you put cash down uh, as a deposit, we'll give it to our escrow company, and then you pay the rest in cash at the closing. I said, here's what I'm, here's what I'm telling you. I'm going to put earnest money down in tractions, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to pay for the hotel in tractions. And if you don't do the deal, if I don't buy it from you, I'm going to buy it from the person you sell it to. So either way, I'm going to end up with a hotel. So I can buy it from you or I can buy it from the person you sell it to. But I'm buying with Troption. So he kind of said, oh, okay, and, and uh, well, you know, give give me a, send me an email, uh, um, uh, an offer, and, you know, in writing and blah, blah. So... After that, I get a phone call from CL, who says, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm about to go off to eat. He goes, well, I, I got two things I want to show you. <laughs> so those two things were two hotels that he agreed to sell me for Troxion. So which is better? Talking with someone that doesn't quite understand that you got to explain everything and, and you think you got to compromise or you want to deal with someone that gets it, and not only did I buy one hotel, but two, which is better. So there you go. All right, back to Brian. I I got one other um, story that I think I told you today. <clears throat> the illustrious uh, Spud Barrett, who is, uh, if you don't know him, you guys need to meet him. This man is amazing, and he's probably got more deals coming at him than most people have in a lifetime he gets in a day and I was sorry I had a um, pleasure of talking to him today and, and Garland we just got off the phone with Al about um, setting up a what we're doing is we're going to set up a tour um, from um, St. Louis to Branson a bus tour so we're talking about this and bringing people down to Branson from St. Louis and other different places, and you know, and I'm in my mind thinking, okay, we got to get a bus line, blah blah blah. And about oh, half an hour after we hang up, I get a I, I get a call from Spud, and we're talking about some different deals that 
we're working on together. And he says, Brian, by the way, I got a bus. And I said, you got a bus? He goes, I got a bus. It's the size of a Greyhound bus. It's a, it's a bus like a Greyhound bus. It's a big passenger bus. The guy doesn't know what to do with it. He's been sitting, at on, sitting on it for a while. It's parked in a, um, in a, um, uh, you know, a storage area, and he just wants to get rid of it. And he'll take tropions. And I said, are you kidding me? I said, me, I just got off the phone with Darwin. We were talking about bringing some people down from, um, from uh, um, St. Louis down to Branson, and we need a bus. He said the bus is in beautiful shape. It's like brand new. You know, the guys, all the maintenance is up on it. You can fire up and, and go wherever you want it to go, and the guy will take tropions. He goes, would you be interested? And I said, you know what? Yeah, find out. Send me some information on that, <clears throat> and I'd like to take – I'd like to look at it and maybe even buy the bus with tropions. So, again, somebody – you know, it's, it's funny, Garland, it's like how things work out. But if you're in, if you're just thinking the right thing and you're positive, you believe in God, and you believe in that God's going to supply all your needs, you talk about it, and then out of the blue somebody calls. Who would have thought of to all the days that we're talking on the phone about a bus? Spud calls me with a bus that's sitting there that's brand new, just about. <laughs> but that guy doesn't want anymore, and he'll take tropions for it. I mean, that's just amazing. So you never know. Um, who who you know may know somebody that has something that's sitting there, and you know if you're looking for a car to or a car or a bus or a you know a AT, ATV or a UTV, if you're looking for something and that's what you want, start looking for it and and really believing that you're going to get it, and then start asking the questions. And it's just like Garland said, but you have to believe in the way that you talk to the people because if you're going to talk to somebody and you're not even convinced that you can even do it or you're not sure if you can, you know, talk to them about the, the cryptocurrency that you have because cryptocurrency, it's a, it's a currency. It's no different than cash as far as I look at it and as far as most people that understand it look at it. It is cash. It's just another form of cash. It's another form of trading for because that's what we do every day with our dollar is that we trade. You basically buy stuff. You're trading with your dollar. You're using your dollar the same way. So cryptocurrency, if you look at it as a dollar, as the currency that it is with the buying power that it has, it's no different than you walking into a used car dealership and sitting down and writing, making a deal with them and, and um, writing a check with your cash or you're sitting down with somebody that has a um, an owner of a vehicle, and you're sitting in your, their uh, kitchen writing a check to them, it's no different than coming up to them and explaining what cryptocurrency is. And, and it's getting easier by the day. I was at a meeting today, and I told the guys, and I said this a million times on this phone call, today we can buy a car. We can't buy the oil, the gas, or the tires. But I believe the second or third quarter of this coming year, we're going to be able to buy the car, the gas, the tires, and the oil. And I think that's where that's where cryptocurrency is heading. That's where you have to start understanding, you know, what you can buy with it and use it as dollars and cents because every day more and more people are becoming aware of it. Every day, again, this month, over 280,000 new businesses in the United States. 
started accepting cryptocurrency. Now, 280,000 businesses in the United States when there's millions of businesses may not sound like a lot, but that number has been um, hitting around 280, 260, 240 every month. So that every month, 200 this, next month, 200, next month, 200. Pretty soon it's a million. Pretty soon it becomes 2 million. Pretty soon it becomes 3 million. More and more people are accepting it. And you just need to be able to start talking about it and uh, start using it as real currency. And I know that we're just about out of time. The thing that I just want to close with for me is that, as Garland said, on January 12th and 12th through the 14th and January 19th through the 21st, we're going to be having a cryptocurrency seminar in Branson. And you're all welcome. You can go on our Facebook page. And um, there's information on Facebook page about where it's going to be, what it's going to be about. We're going to be talking. This is going to be the place to, for you to come and get all your questions answered. It's going to be a place for you to really get a better understanding of cryptocurrency, the blockchain, what to do, how to do it, how to sell it, how to buy it, all of that kind of stuff. We have a special guest coming that's going to be there. So you want to get there and get involved in that because that is limited seating. And there's not going to be, it's not going to be a big, huge group of people. So it's already filling up. We've had quite a few calls of people that are already booking space. Of course, you'll be staying in one of our hotels, and that's all going to be included. And then I want you to uh, make sure that you go to the marketplace.com, tropshinsmarketplace.com. If you haven't been there and you have a business or you have something that you want to sell for cryptocurrency, it's the Craigslist of cryptocurrency and it's the tropshinsmarketplace.com where you can bring anything that you have you can talk about your business advertise your business on there for free you can if you want to accept if you're in business and you want to accept cryptocurrency there's a thing at the bottom that says the cryptocurrencies that you can accept if you want to sell something you have a car you want to sell it even if you're in ohio and you know somebody in uh Las Vegas wants to buy a car. It doesn't matter. That's the place to go because it's a place for people that have something that will sell for cryptocurrency and people that want to buy something for cryptocurrency. Make sure you check that out, tropshinsmarketplace.com. Then, of course, always uh, Tropshins Exchange, our Facebook page, and tropshinsexchange.com is our website. And I think next week we're getting ready to close another deal uh, this weekend that I think everybody's going to be kind of very excited about, actually, because it's going to be something that, um, again, it's going to be another first as far as what we're doing with uh, Tropshins and cryptocurrency, because, of course, you know, we're the innovators, not the imitators. So that's going to be, we'll be able to talk about that next week or Saturday, hopefully, maybe Saturday I'll have it closed by. But um, other than that, Garland, that's uh, that's about it for me. Well, I had Fred Clark while we were uh, on the phone. Fred Clark's one of the original believers in Tropshin, uh, and he's on the call, but I can't tell which which uh, one he is. So I asked him if I text him back saying, can I call you in three-way in? I'd love to hear his three deals this week he did using Tropshin. So Fred... Uh, if you're available, text me back and I'll call you because I don't know which, I don't know where you are in this list. Uh, he's on 
a phone number that's 941. Let's see. 941. Let's see where that is. 941. Uh, it is Florida. It's west coast of Florida. Uh, Fred, are you there still? Mind if I freeway in? Give me a text that says yes. I only got another couple of minutes, Fred, to do that. Otherwise, I got to move on. Um, let me give him a, now. Jordan, you you asked me to give. Let's let him have it. What Jordan has put together now. Jordan hasn't done a car yet with Troptions, but it he's looks working. like he's on his way. That's right. Perhaps. Yeah. Jordan, hey, how are you? Hello, everybody. All right. So, Jordan, you haven't done it yet, so we got to give full disclosure. But you you are working on it, so tell us your deal and what you put together to be able to acquire a car using Troptions. Well, what I did was uh, similar to Brian is um, I'm calling off of Craigslist, <clears throat> and in uh, in my endeavors and in talking to to all of our people involved in options, everybody's been very very nice to me, and I'm telling them I'm trying to buy a car, and uh, you, you mentioned Harold Rice earlier and CL and Will Payne and everyone said, look, if you, if you want to buy a car, we you can blend in some other assets and, and Fred Clark too, with uh, some, some lots. Um, and, you know, we'll work something out later on or I'll take options for it. And so in speaking to different uh, car dealers and even individuals who have cars, um, I've been uh, also sending up, a, sending out a follow-up email with different assets that they can also blend in with options, which are barter dollars, gemstones, and, and real estate. And so far, I'll tell you, I mean, people are not hanging up on me. They are somewhat stunned. Um, I have to refine my pitch and close some of them, and I will. And, uh, but everybody's re- people are receptive. And like Brian said, if they say no, you say thank you, and, you know, something changes, give me a buzz, have a happy holidays. And um, I just think the biggest thing is is getting over. Is is the hardest thing is starting. You just start, and then you'll you know you just kind of figure it out. Um, and that's that's my experience so far to date. I'm quite confident I will close something soon. And I think I think it's actually a pretty good way of look, you know getting some liquidity um, if you're an options holder, and that's what you're looking to do because it's fairly fairly easy to sell a car. So probably the harder end of it is the is the um, is finding somebody who will who will deal with you. But everyone's everyone's polite, receptive. You know, if anyone's concerned or scared, they shouldn't be. Just go out and do it. And uh, sooner or later, I hope to be announcing that I found a car and that that I purchased. All right, excellent. Uh, one of the things that I just thought of as Jordan was talking uh, was sometimes, and this is. Many times the case. Sometimes you do have to shoot for bigger than what you want, and you'll find it's easier to deal with a person that has more than what you want. By that I mean you could buy a car, or maybe you could buy the whole car lot. See, the person that owns the car lot will look at you differently 
if you if you come up wanting to buy the entire car lot or buy the limousine company that has 10 limousines or buy the you know, there's a difference in the way you're perceived when you when you're looking to buy a car from a car dealer from a lot you're looked at actually they have kind of a poor image of people that come to buy cars retail they think of them as, as mooks and this and that and the other many of them have a poor attitude toward the person coming to buy. I'm talking about a car lot now, not individuals. So when, you, when you're approaching at that level, they're thinking in terms of, you know, what can I do to, to get this guy? But if you, come, if you approach someone to buy their entire lot, now it's a different story. Now, you know, it, it's, it's just a different mindset. And if you have enough options to do that, and Jordan does, and Jordan could end up buying the whole lot. Now, of course, that means you've got to have someone to run it or you run it yourself for a while and get someone else in there to, um, to do it. But sometimes the approaches go bigger than the actual item you want. I wanted a place to stay, so I bought a hotel. Rather than talking to the owner, hey, would you take some instructions for a hotel room? No, you just look at it someone who's trying to get a hotel room and, you know, they're like, well, why won't this guy just give me a credit card and go So when you go to approach acquiring an entire hotel, you're looked at as substantial because they figure, well, if he's wanting to buy a hotel, he must be substantial. Maybe he are, maybe he aren't. If you're looking to buy an entire car lot, you're looked at as substantial. So think about that as a possibility where you might just buy the entire, or like um, Brian, I think when we first started off, you had a guy that had a whole collection. Well, think about yeah, buying the whole collection of cars, because now CL wishes he had done deals with Troxians when Troxians were still a dollar fifty. Because it's so far beyond that, he's just trying to figure every angle to get me to trade Troxians, as many Troxians as possible, you know, and he he's fine. he is listening to me. He's trying to get as many trappings as he can, as fast as he can. Would to God that all of you on the phone would listen to that sage advice. <laughs> that's exactly right. And there you go. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Thanks so much. If we don't talk to you before then, have a happy. Oh, we probably will on Saturday. But anyway, have a happy new year. Oh. Did we tell him, Brian? I'm going to East St. Louis tomorrow to put together the biggest single Troxians deal we've ever done with the city of East St. Louis. Troxians will become a household word. You'll see them announced. You'll see them on television, on radio. And at that point, who knows what the price of Troxians will be. So I'm not your financial advisor. I'm not your investment advisor. But as our manner is, we always do the deal, a deal with Troxians at a higher price than the previous deal. And I'm not doing a deal with the city of East St. Louis for less than $100 for Troxians. Or I'll walk away. They need Troxians. I don't need them. There you go. So we'll find someone else that will take. So it's a billion-dollar deal with a B. Billion dollars worth of options, options at at least 
$100 for Charleston. So, think about it. All right. Uh, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to end the recording, but let you guys chat if you have some burning question. So, here we go.